0: Following a transporter accident, our radio crew have been sent backwards to a universe, a parallel dimension where everything is the same, but backwards. Palantir can be seen in the corner stuffing his face with McFargoids and drawing apostrophes on signs, all in the wrong places. Flossie is ignoring the pan and is happily gunning down anyone who gets in range. And she's got an evil little grin on her face as she does it. A six-foot-five, Mia Harkness. The insult officer strides like a colossus through a throng of pygmies. Amelia Hawke, blonde pigtails, a twirl, skips round the studio in a lovely pink gingham dress, reading this week's bunty. And for once, that's not a misprint. And Commander Chicks is looking unkempt, shabby and shambling in one corner, muttering into his can of special brew. A small, quiet... You might even say self effacing character, shyly hides behind his script, but after a huge amount of encouragement, reluctantly speaks the phrase. <laughs>
1: Hang on, hang on, hang on We don't even have a transporter What's all this crap in?
2: Well, I'm really sorry But I had some nightmares over Halloween And my therapist suggested it would help If I could get everyone to it out Can I get it out of my system as well?
3: I can never work out if I'm Wilma or Amelia But I know that neither of us like that dress Ah, oh, that's better.
4: You know that I use stage makeup for the stubble, and it's actually a 25-year-old scotch in this can,
5: don't you? That was strangely satisfying. You never know, I might need to give this new toy a test, a test run. Rick,
2: right, quick! distract Distracted with something shiny!
5: Galaxy Disturbed by Slight, Slight, Slight.
1: Rich people just want some space for themselves.
4: Fleet Carrier Facility Fandango.
2: pre preempts preventative precautions.
3: This evening's report is brought to you by the number 21 and the colour red.
2: Atreus5060 coughs up the latest news on the Thargoids. Tepid, trepid,
4: trepidation.
5: Community invents. Community presents... Begin tonight with an an investigation into the background behind the mysterious disappearance of the entire galaxy last Saturday. Yes, the nebulae, clusters, stellar phenomena, people on legs, people in ships, pirates, gankers, stars, planets and lovely geysers that blow you into orbit were all gone. Vanished. Dark. Nothing. A void. Followers of the more extreme beliefs claimed that this was the end of days, a time when all impurities would be swept away and only those who had the right book of stories in their house would be spared. Others pointed to the cyclical nature of time and speculated that this was now the time of the Big Bang, the next Big Bang, despite that being the copyrighted name for a special treatment available at Wonders. Philosophers debated, between themselves obviously, no one else is going to talk to them, that in the absence of any matter in the galaxy, how could one measure the passage of time? And indeed, if the galaxy didn't exist, how come they were still arguing the toss? Panic began to set in as pilots in the eastern part of the invisible galaxy, who had to finish a mission before their mum sent them to bed, realised that failure wasn't an option. Nighttime pilots who stayed up late, because after all, this was their life, now yawned and kept looking at their digital watches, still showed a grand total of three steps taken in the last 24 hours and still others, who have to discover three more types of flora before their second Weetabix, fretted about what had happened. Enter with a flourish Dynamo Brownblane the 23rd, who, with a figurative wave of his magic wand, a swish of his metaphorical cloak, and approximately 25 minutes after potential disaster had struck, made the galaxy reappear, just as if it had never been missing sent galaxy wide advertisements for his new show it's big but i'm clever but who has not been seen since his ship disintegrated in the glare of a hundred plasma cannons from disgruntled truckers who'd missed their mission deadlines
1: as you should be aware today marks the 1200th anniversary of the day that the space station orbital beef was opened by the founder of aquamine origin the billionaire Back in the days when a billion was a lot of money, not just what Amelia Hawke earned before breakfast, Jeff Pesos. Famous for making people's dreams come true, for example sending TJ Hooker into space, showing that it's okay to wear a stupid hat at any time of the day if you're looking for a subtle way to cover up male pattern baldness because you don't have enough, even for a rabsy Nesbit comb over, and to train his employees to be able to store enough water to cross vast deserts by banning bathroom breaks. Mr. Pesos created his perfect pied-loin-de-terre up there in orbit, where he was able to look down and see most of the bits of the planet that he owned. Now, a few years earlier, Elon Musk did the same to watch his half of the world by launching a car into space. It was a convertible, and he kept the top down so that he could see more of his domain without the glass getting in the way. But of course, it was doomed to failure. Either he forgot to put the handbrake on or being one of his self-driving cars, may have ploughed itself into the nearest comet. Either way, Mr. Muck spent a lot of money trying to recover it. Anyway, back to Jeff Pesos. Much was made of the space station's future role as a hub for research and for space tourism, but after seeing how many empty pizza boxes and cans of lager were left in his lovely white station, he decided to move his office there, and after designing the galaxy's biggest spaceship about the size of one and a half type nines, but it never flew since engines of the time were incapable of the necessary thrust. Records show that the only things that were imported to the station subsequently were empty tissue boxes, chocolate, and empty milk bottles. Conversely, the only export was full milk bottles. Now, we're not saying that Mr. Pesos became paranoid, but if you find the correct orbit around Seoul, You may run into the orbital beef. Quite literally, since it doesn't have a beacon to warn passing ships. Just a strange cloud of some brownish material orbiting the station.
4: The Pilots Federation has teased us with an artistically dubious picture of what may turn out to be the view from the bridge of a fleet carrier once the proposed remodeling has taken place. Apparently, there will be, of course, the usual concessions represented on the new concourse, allowing buying and selling of ships, weapons, etc. But there's a unit that's not yet been sold, and notices have been posted asking for bids to fill this space. We've seen some other proposals and quite frankly some of them sound really exciting. Spearmint Spaniel a club for the weary pilot, which is an offshoot of Wanders Enterprises, for example. McThargoy's have, of course, put in a bid. But the local keep carriers clean campaign has objected, citing the amount of rubbish that's found on the floor in hangars in a typical spaceport. Presumably the pirates lob all of that out of the cargo hatch the moment they land. Cecil has proposed a drive-through bottle shop, allowing him to pick up his daily supplies without getting out of his SRV, but we think he's going to have to wait for the new indoor buggy for that. Other suggestions include a passenger lounge, black market contacts or mission boards, but we've ignored them all, as they're far too sensible. More useful would be a registrar for births, marriages and death, which would definitely get the passing trade from wedding barges and funeral ships. Plus, presumably couples who found that they forgot to pack any reading material during their long flight to Hutton. Definitely a cradle to grave service. A salvage contract might be useful, but we imagine that you get strange looks dragging an occupied space pot up from the hangar. Top of the list though, the most requested item is a second type of bar. One that actually serves beer.
2: We come to you tonight with a cautionary tale of hardship, motion sickness, financial exploitation, and quite a lot of swearing. When Wells Class mega-ships recently added social zones, which would allow commanders to make the most of their time aboard, they also included additional safety features, including quick setting anti Vandal foam, which immobilises anyone who tries to draw a cock and balls inside the lifts and an old man with a stick who goes around every hour to poke sleepers and make sure they're not asleep a canary in a cage inside the loos and emergency escape pods Now the first three work like a dream and will continue to do so as long as the supply of canaries holds out Escape pods though have some issues which make them vulnerable to exploitations by scammers Space Scammers Initial tests went well. Commander Echonate's initial test flight from Dove Enigma in Colonia led to them being collected by a passing long-range courier and dropped off at Baker's Prospect in the bubble after a short time in the cargo hold. Other flights, while technically successful, have led to unintended consequences. One commander was released from her pod onto a megaship in Beagle Point and had to hitch a lift back. After being kept in the cargo bay of a Type 9 for a month as it transported byways from Van Manen's Star Commander Gelloholler said it was awful. I'll never look at sweet corn the same way again. The captain of the ship explained that he had forgotten that they had picked up the escape pods, but released Commander Gelloholler as soon as he heard the screaming and the whimpering. Heartless scammers even took advantage of our very own Commander Vantian. As he was conducting safety tests, he accidentally activated one of the pods, was dragged inside, and then ejected from the ship before he could say, "Ah, oh, my beard!" Scurrilous Nerdywells were waiting outside to scoop up the pod and took him out to the t system some 500 light years from the bubble and his beloved crate, the Shady Lady. He was only released from his escape pods when he paid an inflated fee to his captors and had to wait two hours until they arranged of his ship delivered by a budget ship delivery company. Commander Vantian then had to recover the Shady Lady from a crater five kilometres outside of town where they had dumped it and listed it as delivered. So be warned. Emergency escape pods are exactly that, emergency escape pods, which should only be used when there is absolutely no alternative. They are not for recreational jaunts around the galaxy.
3: And as luck would have it, we have an incoming report from Fantian, who is stunt performing as this week's outside correspondent. Outside meaning not at the orbital this week probably as a result of shenanigans after last week's Oops! I fell into a bat of Centauri Megagen and only escaped by drinking it all incident. After hearing rumours that there was trouble brewing in the Peregrina system, Vantian was sent to investigate. Our only background information? That some aristocrats had accidentally retreated from all neighbouring systems after falling out with most of them, which left the permit, well, totally unobtainable. Wondering why they weren't getting any visitors, or any of the great unwashed paying credits to come and look around their staterooms in the stations, and marvel at their rococo ceilings, gold-leaf-covered faux fireplaces, and gaze in wonder at their alabaster busts. Um, well, they don't get much sunshine, these aristocrats. They realized their error and immediately petitioned the Pilots' Federation for a little help. With no way to actually get out and meet people to give them credit for helping, and therefore earn a permit under Pilots' Federation rules, it was determined that the only course of action would be to give them their own megaship in a nearby system, so that anyone wanting a permit could pop in there, earn a little eternal gratitude of the aristocrats, and therein get the permit. Commander Vantian, on behalf of this radio station, made his way there in recent days to see what all the fuss was about. It turns out that the aristocrats had parked their megaship on someone else's lawn, and that faction was most put out. That a bunch of toffs had done this space the equivalent of driving over the petunias and leaving tire marks over the carefully manicured lawn. But why would anyone want to go to Peregrina? A long-range transmission from the Shady Lady—that's Fantian ship—contains the system description.
1: Warning: Plague system. The only life-bearing body has been cordoned off due to native pathogens. Any ship passing into the moon's atmosphere will be automatically designated a plague ship. Refuse docking in all systems and destroyed on site by all faction and system security forces. System trade consists of rumoured alien artefacts found in deep space, along with moderate mineral deposits in these systems in an asteroid belt.
3: Along with a message that said,
1: If you guys have sent me somewhere that's going to get my ship scrapped, I'm going to be most upset. Alvin will be hearing about this.
3: It was accompanied by a mission log that in summary said number one.
1: Arrived at HIP 18609. Met some posh knobs for Tiffin.
3: Number two.
1: Posh knobs appear to have got into a bit of a fight with the locals. They've asked for help. Number three. Some chap with a huge moustache who keeps saying bah has thrown me into a dropship. Number four. He keeps telling me to go over the top and blowing a whistle. Number five attempted to stick underpants on head and two pencils up nose while saying a wibble <laughs> number six threatened with court martial
3: number seven
1: unpacked guns used guns enemy ran away from me
3: number eight
1: earned a medal
3: number nine
1: cut finger on pin for medal Send bandages. Got red on me. Number 10. Along with metal came permit for Peregrina.
3: Number 11.
1: Went to Penegrina. Found planet. Landed on planet. Found unregistered building.
3: Number 12.
1: Attacked by skimmers. Fashion knee on SRV console. Send bandages. Got red on me.
3: Number 13.
1: Skimmers down. Found beacon. Scan beacon. Received mysterious Imperial Intel package.
3: Number 14.
1: Now wanted. Being chased out of system. Trap finger and seat adjustment. Send bandages. Got red on me. Number 15. Hiding on Taurus 2. Send help. Red leaking out a finger and not stopping. Uh, Plague prevention troops hunting me.
3: And finally, number 16.
1: Uh, P.S. No mysterious deep space artefacts. No aristocrats as they're apparently in exile. No bandages.
6: Good evening, trackers. Latest 5060 here bringing you all the latest intel on the Thargoids Now normally I'd be all over the latest news like a rash The only problem is that I have come down with one And it's a nasty one I was off to find all those nice people over at Apple's Operation Either or is it IDA And the Hackswing offer to offer my services where I accidentally bumped into a caustic cloud from one of the, the mighty's minions. Well, one thing led to another, as it does, and it appears that missing 5069 have broken down with a big case of the Nergy, which isn't very nice. So, we'll just leave it up to Hexwing and the lovely Mr. Fall to, to tell you all about it.
1: Incoming encrypted transmission. Decrypting. Decryption complete.
5: Stand by for a message from Haxcom Actual.
7: Keeping it short and sweet this week Hackswing Clark is showing his stubborn side. We've barely made a dent in his presence in the Pleiades, but we will keep fighting and hold the line. A new system in the Pleiades was also attacked, HR 1183, and Ark's faith there is burning. We need every AX combat-capable ship out here pushing back. Remember the last time we let the goids into the bubble? Hundreds of stations burned, and they were within a jump of Hutton Space. For our station evac pilots, Copernicus Observatory, Hanna Enterprise, and ISUDAC have been fully evacuated. But ArxFaith, Faith, Ezra Point, Cheryl Orbital, Con Relay, carrion vision and Sal prospect all still require search and rescue operations pick up evacuees in the burning stations and take them to the rescue ships also the rescue ships need emergency supplies especially ag suits water and basic medicines we have to hold strong and fight back commanders we cannot allow Tharg to gain footholds in the bubble again. Keep your eyes on the signal sources, and always be ready to them. Error. End of transmission code not received.
1: Encrypted transmission complete.
6: Thank you, Hackswain. There's such lovely people over there. There are bound to be stations on fire at the end of this, and it wouldn't be the same without me writing up endless lists of systems and stations that need your help, trackers. But for the moment, keep those sandals down, trackers, and don't forget it's all for the man of LEMSIP.
4: There's a little bit more than usual going on in Hutton space this week, so let's get right into it. Only one system is in the BGS basement this week, and that old stagnant stalwart of stubbornness Barnard Starr has slipped a further point to 33 to once more hold up the rest of the table. Two of the factions are in an election locking up 30% and a further one is bust, so there's not a lot of influence in play to improve matters. Not quite in the basement, Trepin has declined to 41 from over 60 a month ago, and this has allowed a player faction, the Collection of Independent Agents, or CIA, to get within 2% and challenge Hutton for control of the system. The Hanky Clone Army could use little help over there putting things back to normal. Wolf 25 is suffering an outbreak that started during the week, so shipping meds to the mail. Oh, oh, I've just heard, it's, uh, it, it's ended this afternoon. Anyway, it's bonkers and it has large pads. At the top end of the systems league we only have nine systems. Only nine above 60% with two over 70. Nine? That's more than a third of them, folks. Let's get them under control so that we can target our next expansion and not rely on having to retreat from some dump that we don't want. Pirates have pushed past the old moth-eaten furs in the wardrobe and have infiltrated into Narnia. However, since Narensis is already on 65% and could use a little cooling, there's no immediate need to rush in there straight away and lay waste to them. Unless, of course, you want to. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Hutton influence in Treppin whilst there are no ongoing conflicts, and keep an eye on Barnard's stuff for when the election ends. If you want to shoot something, sort out the pirates in Rensies.
5: It's non-stop action in the galaxy as community members organise events for us all. Here, we bring you updates on just the events that we've been told about. As usual, links will be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. The Fleet Carrier Consue is around two-thirds of the way along the 124 waypoints of the Cannon Challenge, all of them hoping to get retrofitted interiors to the carrier soon, so that they can stretch their legs between jumps. Commander Mephisto has taken time from changing the Little Pine air freshener in his cabin to send us this update. The Comfy Cannon crews stayed at Waypoint
3: 86 a bit longer than initially planned, nearly four days. Passengers used the time to explore around, and the captain made the 8.4 thousand light year trip to Colonia to stock a Guardian fighter take a drink at the bar in Jack Station, and enjoy exploring on his own for a change. But then Konsu got on her way to the outermost southwestern reaches of the Milky Way. The direction given last week was wrong again. Those damned hollow mats tend to flip around on their own. Thanks to Commander Belgar for noting. Gladly, imposed directions on space are meaningless. So. Happily, these mistakes never resulted in misnavigation. After three days of jumping over 27,000 light-years, the crews arrived at waypoint 87. Here, the K07-type anomalies waited to be admired. Clouds in which circular waves build hypnotizing interference patterns. Tomorrow Konsu will go further along the outer galaxy rim before jumping back
5: towards its center again. The Wild Wild West expedition is definitely out there. Commander Airman Dan has mailed us the next chapter of the expedition's (coughs) written history.
2: Wild Wild West waits for Waypoint 11. The Wild Wild West expedition has set off on the second half of its journey, moving down the western edge of the galaxy towards V-1357 Cygni. This week, members are making a mark on the universe by leaving a waymark on the galactic travel map in the shape of a W. This will appear in EDSM and Ed Astro as a testament to the expedition for future explorers and travellers passing this way. On Saturday, the expedition will be live in Twitch at hash 3352s stream. At 1800, in game travellers and viewers will be welcome to participate in the hunt for Waypoint 11, as Twitch plays Elite Dangerous. This exciting opportunity to find a waypoint in real time has never been done before and all are welcome to drop by and participate in the search. Next week, the expedition will begin to climb above the plane into new and totally uncharted territory. First discoveries abound, so stay tuned for new and exciting developments from the Frontier.
5: Expedition All the Clouds in the Sky is currently managing with a mostly absent leader. Commander Deluvian tells us what has befallen him and why his crew have taken to whistling Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go every morning. I have been completely dormant. My God, what a terrible feeling! The crew is out there struggling for Tritrium and trying to develop new ways how to be more efficient. And at the same time, I'm practically unable to join them, feeling like I'm in a cryogenic sleep. Well, I've looked with one eye half-closed though, on what's going on on our Discord server. The first and most important is Commander Khalidas Akoma, Ka- with the great help of Commander Dracomenda, who developed... A very smart plugin for ED Market Connector. Its purpose is to register during your mining session all the rocks you prospected, how many had tritium, the return ratio found versus total, and how many tonnes you mined versus average tonnes per hour. A small thing, but helps to prove or disprove all the theories related to tritium yield, also giving you a nice real time overview of your progress if nothing else. Of course, that triggered the discussion about low-temperature diamond hotspots versus tritium hotspots, etc. I have to say, I agree with Commander Hazard's success. There is no magic to LTD. From my point of view, we stopped where we did because the LTD hotspot was overlapping that for the tritium. In this sense, I used it as an alternative because finding overlapping Stritium hotspots out here proved to be very difficult, if not impossible. Well, it was supposed to be an exploration update and it is more of a mining rant. Guess what? If you want to explore the galaxy using a fleet carrier with a small crew, or even worse, just by yourself, you'd better get your pickaxe ready and sharp. If you've been paying attention over the last few weeks, you'll be aware that the 26th have planned a scavenger hunt. They're calling it the Bandit Run. It starts tomorrow, Friday, 0:30 UTC, and there are two classes of entrants. Runners who must collect six items, several of which Amelia Hawke should really try to warn you against. 1. Lavian Brandy 2. Bass Snake Gin three cd 75 kitten brand coffee four sharebones blood crystals five Jaringa's truffles six nagandarandari fire opals then deliver them to hutton orbital the other class is pirate who should attempt to steal as many items as possible from runners there is glory and prizes galore commander db exterminator has taken time out from lining up the starting tape to make a last-minute call for all four participants.
1: Greetings Commanders! There is still time to register for the Bandit Run. If you have joined the Discord and have not yet selected whether you will be a Pirate or a Runner, you must do so to be eligible for the prizes. Speaking of which, I have two bonus prizes. Both are 20 million credits each. The first one is for the pirate who steals my cargo. I'm looking forward to the challenge, so I'll even give my ship's name The Warhead. And the second bonus prize is for the runner who clocks the fastest time to Hutton Orbital from the main star in Alpha Centauri. More details on the Discord page. Good luck, Commanders!
5: And don't forget to run the Hutton Helper whilst you do it, participants. Who knows, if you beat the current record of 1 hour, 22 minutes and 20 seconds, you could be in the running for your very own genuine and mug. There are still a few weeks to sign up for the Magellan Experience. All truckers are invited by the Independent Explorers Association to their most ambitious trip to date. Covering not only winter but the first part of next year. November 28, 3307 to February 13, 3308. From Betus Sculptoris to W. Ursa Majoris, Heading south towards the Seagull Nebula to link up with the per- Perseus Arm of the Galaxy. From there heading east down the Arm all the way to the very tip to visit Magellan Star. Commander Richard M. and the team are packing supplies and have sent this update.
4: The expedition has increased in popularity, increasing in numbers to 87, one month before launch. Scouting plans are still underway in preparation of the experience, with a new trailer on the way.
5: Remember, if you want your event to feature, please email I took part at huttonorbital.com and you too could be basking in fame and fortune, or at least get a mention.
1: And that was the news. Stay tuned for a brand new Gownet News special report, Flossie's Roundup of the CG News, Hutton Helper results, and naturally Amelia Hawke will be here to present this week's edition of the Gownet Rares Digest. Or as I like to think of it, the triumph of hope over experience. But first, some chat. Oh, seamless, apart from me forgetting to turn my microphone seamless. on. Yes,
2: yes, yeah. yes.
3: So was there anyone else jamming out to the... the intro music going backwards
2: yeah I, I thought oh the weekend new music yeah, that's good it's <laughs> pretty awesome in my opinion yeah yeah it was, mm. it was, it's it's incredible it's fun. yeah that bit that you did with speaking backwards just after that was awesome i <laughs> had to, to, to I'd practice all <laughs> afternoon you know <laughs> maybe what? should
1: have practiced in the morning as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> quite yes it was um it was it was different wasn't it all right it was certainly different yes yes I, I thought I can't I liked, keep
2: that going very long. I liked Alternate long. Universe. I liked it, it, Alternate Universe Me.
3: <laughs> it actually <laughs> sounded, you know, it had a beat to it. Yeah, it
2: did. Oh, it I worked. Worked better than it does going forwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. Mm. Well, mm. we'll try that with everything then. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'll, reverse, <laughs> I'll reverse this before we upload the recording. <laughs> Nobody would notice. <laughs>
2: And there you go. Oh yeah. so, yeah,
8: so. <laughs> so, Harry
6: is the devil.
4: Harry is the devil. <laughs>
6: Harry is the devil. Harry is the devil. Uh, you leave off so my
0: Harry.
6: I like him. <laughs> That's quite
3: disturbing.
2: That's very disturbing. Uh, it's Disturbed. More, sorry, the word I'm looking for is disturbed, not disturbing. It's more disturbing coming out of my mouth, I tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now that could uh, go um, off doing so, practice. So yes. it like, speaking of disturbing and strange voices it turns out it's his 50-60s getting better but still a bit
1: rough then yeah well it, it's miss- last week it, his missus was was quite nasty yeah. with, with the uh, the COVID-y thing um, mm-hmm. and obviously and he was looking after and worried about how things were going and I contacted him to see how things were going she's on the mend but he's now gone downhill a bit so um, oh for god so, uh, if, if you're listening Annie <laughs> he was listening last week so um, feel better if both of you yeah if yes. you're
2: listening
3: get that will soon. That voice. Oh, yeah. by the way, um, Vantine is still being hunted by the plague police uh, over in Peregrina. Apparently,
2: I'm not surprised. Have you seen what lives in his beard? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think that's only fair. Yeah, hmm. I mean, he has to be hunted somewhere. At least we know where he is now. <laughs> <laughs> it went quiet. Then. that, no, that right. list.
3: I could not. I cracked up with that list. That was so funny. Yes.
2: So true him. as well. It's just so like him, you know. Well, I think, and the thing me, is that <laughs> you yeah. can see it oh, happening. Yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. D- you oh yeah. Yeah. You
1: do know that wasn't part of the script. He just pasted in part of his diary. Yeah.
2: yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> just, yeah. Just an average day. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a, yeah. A day in Vantine's life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what news have we got this week?
4: We've just done the news, <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, but, news.
4: yeah, but <laughs> you know, surely oh, that's not it, yeah, real news. <laughs> what you're washing somebody wash his mouth out.
2: Well, I mean, again, on the, the thing, there was no news about consoles, well, no real news, but what they did say is it's been worked on, it's not forgotten about, it's this and that, which you know, to an
4: extent, well, is they just quite... said there was no news, they didn't say it was being worked on, they just said there was no news. Oh, no, no, somebody asked at one
2: point, somebody asked. And Sally came back and said, We don't have any news to give you. We can only tell you what we know what But we know when been... we do. Yeah, but she did always You'll know all say about it. She did also say but, it wasn't forgot about and stuff was happening. Yeah. You're not so, really
3: missing out on much.
2: Don't say that. I'm missing out on walking about. I'm missing out and jumping over buildings like you guys do. I'm missing out rocket launchers and grenades. I'm missing out I'm missing out. I'm missing See. out on meat bothering. <laughs> I'm missing out on strutting my stuff around the stations. See, for Research. me, it's a
3: moot point because I can't do it anyway
2: because yeah, it's not enough. VR. But well, that, doesn't do mean, it. that doesn't mean you can't do it. Computer well, I screen. mean, it,
3: it's, it's really discon- it really breaks your immersion when you have to take yeah. off the headset. It's
2: a, program, your, it's, you know, it's plug in your mouse me. and keyboard. It's the same for me. Technically, I could play Odyssey, but I would have to get the game on a PC and buy it and then do it. But I could do it. I'm hmm. just, just that, you know, I like the console. Um, so I have to wait, which is fair enough. But it's you know, it's yeah, we we breathe a wee, wee ray of sunshine coming through the tunnel there, you know. So I'll, I'm grabbing that and I'm hanging on to it, and I don't care if you want to undermine my my hopefulness with facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging on to this and it's mine. And they said they were working on it. They did. I heard them. I heard them.
3: Well, just bit. just let me know when you've got it, and you know you've mm. had a had had a test run of it. That way, yeah. you know, I can prepare myself to point and
5: laugh. Yeah, no, Fair normally,
4: enough. sort of being legless is a is sort of an ambition. Well, certainly on a Friday night. But, um, <laughs> you, you I
5: need you legs. I'm only
2: well, I don't even need big legs. I Only need little legs.
4: It depends how far your bum is from the floor. Really, doesn't? Not it? Very. <laughs> not very. Not very. you have got no legs.
8: It's you know. yeah.
2: yeah.
4: So do you, do, you, do you remember what wasn't in Update 8?
2: Could it, uh, new SRV, yeah, new SRV, new SRV. Two-seater SRV, two-seater SRV.
4: Yeah, yeah. So we still haven't seen any more details apart from that. To, uh, right. to screenshot that half. Oh, yeah. Uh, very pointedly said, oh, I did that.
2: Which was pretty much the roof and a gun. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> but
4: despite it having two seats and... We can infer uh, more shields and armour and some tasty-looking weapons. Do you know what it doesn't have?
2: What does it not have? Get- it doesn't have. A uh, coffee holder? Uh, oh, oh,
4: oh. Not does sure it, not
2: have, does it not have surround sound? Uh, possibly.
4: What are well, you trundling across A the spare landscape, wheel? blowing up everything inside? Um, That's pretty surround <laughs> It doesn't have any Tea making facilities, and you know what's wrong with that? Every British combat vehicle has always had a BV, a boiling vessel, a tea making facilities. How can you go to battle without tea? That's a well, no way mission, to, for that matter, but you can use no no Definitely
2: not without tea. That's, that's no, no way to h- talk about the commander. You can't call them a boiling vessel, not <laughs> to the face. Now, if they had a hot mug, they wouldn't need a boiling vessel, is it? Yeah, that's true. Tea hot. Those are yeah. magic as what well. What they need. What they need is what a uh, what uh, commander Palantir's got, which is a hut and sippy mug, so that if you get shot <laughs> and everything shakes around, it doesn't spill. Even better, yeah, don't, don't get shot. Well, don't get shot, yeah, but you know, it's going to happen sooner or later. Didn't,
3: didn't he only achieve that after the uh, the dreaded wine accident of yes, the, the I poured
2: wine into my <laughs> yeah. not yes. not of the boiled cream. it and green,
3: 2020, yeah, yes. dreaded wine, wine I, accident of 2020, I was,
1: yes, yes, I was. Taking part in a Hutton um, expedition, take my SRV across the surface, reached out for the glass, and the glass went arse over what's her name? Yes. Computer. Uh, yeah. Not so- the white sofa yeah. and the cream carpet. No. The white wine no. in the top of the of the tower unit, which is Can- next to the desk here. Can I check? Were you pushed at the time? No. And it, it was wow. Very, not was as much as I properly. would want it to be. If I,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: See, legless.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: but you ca- but you carried on driving. <laughs> no I
4: mean, can you do? Can you do legless in your seamless voice? What's legless sound?
3: Like? Legless. Legless. Mm-hmm. It's more
4: like legolas. But yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Legolas. Yeah. <laughs>
3: legolas. <Leg-less. Leg-less. laughs>
2: yeah, Are you making? <laughs> Are you making without, without, l- jokes again? Yeah. You know? yeah. Or without Lego. Legless. That's right. Legolas. Like Harry Balrog. Mm. Yeah, Harry Balrog. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyway, I'd like anyway. You shall not Ooh, pass. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh it did.
1: <laughs> yes. No. Oh, so. oh I got a sound effect from later I got it used. <laughs> yeah. It's Funny, that's- what else what
4: else did Arth and Sally have to uh, tell us? Um well, tonight there's a law stream. Of our very own. Well, we'll hear them oh, later, won't yes. we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James, and Beetlejuice will be. Uh, it was quite talking, intense. I
1: thought intense. Mm. No, not not. It was uh, intense. Not, well, not, not intense.
2: Camping. No, <laughs> intense. Do, was there, is there a second T in that word? When I say it, I don't think so. And in, in past tense, or in future tense, or in present tense,
4: uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you can only ran past the campground. I'm.
1: I'm. Look. Hang on. One thing I don't have on this. Oh, is a I'm just going to be looking for my tumbleweeds bu- uh, button here.
2: I'm just. I'm just. I'm just stepping off to hit my head off a wall. I'll be back soon. Let me know when you're done. You be careful so they we- You're dicing with death. <laughs> oh. Ho, ho! <laughs> god it's it's right like, like
1: any it. anyway simon you carry on with your joke you can only pull the pin on the grenade once uh, you see that's how they get it out of the way
4: <laughs> you missed it you were talking you missed
1: it anyway just oh, so in, de- right. in in
4: december <laughs> oh god, coming in december um santa claus well apart from santa claus and the my Sunnis, birthday um and other people's birthdays nick and tony's plaza New Year mm.
2: yeah Nick and Tony's Plaza uh, yes. Frontier
4: are going to have a dedicated stream uh, oh
2: that sounds painful
4: on fleet carriers and the uh, fleet carrier interiors which come in post update 9 so watch mm. out for that one and then uh, so are
2: fleet carrier interiors in update 9 what did I just say you just said fleet post- carrier interiors are at uh, update yeah. 9 uh, so there won't be an update 9 is what you're saying you just carry on carry on <laughs> it's, it's yours now you you run with it yeah. <laughs> no I just wanted to make sure that they were definitely weren't in update 9 not' that not make any difference to me oh.
1: right that dealt with him right
2: <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> Um. there's some uh, some nice um, stellar screenshots there's there's one you're looking at there and it's like broken your SRV blown a transaxle oh I saw well, that well prop it up on some cactoid and get to work spannering Oh, that was quite a nice shot, that.
2: Yeah, that was. And, and, what, I, and the, what I liked was about, that you knew it was a cactoid and only you would know that. Everybody else was calling it a, a knobbly... Oh, see you would know what it a was. a biological oh, thing. I
5: don't know what
2: it was. Yeah, I had no idea what it was. Zapped a lot of those. Yeah.
5: And, and what's Yeah, this yeah one? you haven't got odyssey, have you?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for that, Helen. <laughs>
5: and what's this other
2: one? That's
1: from uh, our very own Eros. Oh, that's right. No... Is
4: he is he in chat? No.
1: No. no. Okay. Oh well.
4: It, he's he's in he's
1: in Canadania.
4: Was that the uh, that was or the Canadian.
1: one... Canadiana? Hmm? Forgotten the name of his fleet carrier now. Oh,
4: it's for hand Isfahan
2: Han two the probably. Yeah, we is for Han 2, yeah, oh, yeah.
4: yeah. The yes. Descounty Desfahan. Isfah. It's for Yeah. Did the
2: castle run into all parts?
1: Yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> so <laughs> so's so's Wookiees, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: He's renamed it the 1.5 billion off.
4: <laughs> 30% discount. Yeah. Mm. So that was it's kind of done. Tuesday. I, I very briefly saw the uh, stream tonight, but obviously we were...
1: Yeah, yeah well, I did um, watch a, a bit of it, say that it was um, quite... I'm not. I'm not going to say the word because you'll just do the same jokes again. But it was. It
2: was yeah.
1: It was quite a lot it was, of it. You. It's, it's quite involved. It, yes. Yeah,
2: involved. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. It's the kind
1: of thing you've got to listen to in the background while you're. Mm. It's it's um, a sort of sort of thing for for trading people, and for stuff. people who won't cross the road without rolling a twelve sided die. You know,
2: it's uh, yeah. I, it, <laughs> is that not revolved? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did notice there was a lot of kind of a lot of kind of a. Uh, furrowed brows and strokey beards and, you know, and, and chin mm. stroking and a...
1: A mm, Jude getting mm. distracted a lot.
2: Yeah. You mean
1: yeah.
4: Jude,
2: Jude
1: was stroking a beard? Oh, yeah, but not hers. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't hers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you don't know that it wasn't hers.
1: <laughs> I, couldn't spe- I couldn't see the camera, no.
4: Yeah, but it was a beard. can <laughs> go back. Only one of them's got a beard. I oh, has a beard, yes. <laughs> the guy, the chap who was in the middle...
1: Yes, or Captain Pugwash or whatever his name was, Crispy Tater yeah. Top or something.
2: Mm. Oh yeah, he has a beard. He's enough beard for everybody. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Right. Well, you know, have oh. we, are, are we done? We
1: are? Is that it? Any more? Well, any more uh, nonsense to have,
2: go through? No, I've done it. I've done it of things to see.
1: Say. Yeah. No, Jude says she's right, perfectly right, capable of right growing her down. own beard.
2: Yes, thank you. (laughs) And I'm sure it would be long and luxuriant if you did.
3: (laughs) So, am I going to read this next little bit then?
2: Yeah, you better had because we're all All
3: right. Yeah, because you're just going to keep going. Okay, time for something that looks a little bit like a pig with rabbit-like ears and a kangaroo's tail. Yet it's not related to any of these animals. In fact, is anyone going to finish my sentence? One of its its closest (laughs)
2: living relatives. (laughs) is the elephant i haven't got an elephant i'll have to
1: is it sean <laughs> no <laughs> just because i've got gray skin like buns <clears throat> <laughs> and i never forget what my name is
2: yeah, yeah. i, I know it drips at the end yeah i back. Yeah, i back. back. Hugh, thank goodness for that. Thank God for that. Right. <laughs> now that that's out of the way,
4: oh, I love that. That's wait. become like a Mornington Crescent. hasn't <laughs> That that, that oh, started God.
3: off as a safe word.
4: Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a safe <laughs> word. Yeah, wait. Talk, right. Talking. Sorry. Talking wait, of think, which. Talking which. Uh, if you're a, a fan of, I'm sorry, haven't a clue. Sad news today. Uh, the uh, Lionel Blair died today.
2: Mm. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that, that's sad mm. oh. Yeah, it's time for, yeah, so yeah, he's got a little stiffy Right, okay yeah, Okay, so,
2: right, um, <laughs> we'll move on, shall we?
1: Yeah
3: Sorry, who's Lionel Breyer?
1: Oh, oh we've, you don't, don't. that's another four hours' work We'll go and right. we'll talk to you <laughs> later. It's my tongue to speak, not it's my tongue, week. the
2: script says it's my tongue oh, Hang on, we'll change that We have that. to put, oh, bollocks <laughs> We have to put a special marker in our recordings for this next bit As it's the only part of the show that the Pilots' Federation tune in to watch that explains why we get away with what we're saying the rest of it, I suppose. It's the pilot's favourite, it's a fight. Oh, well, God, I had one job to do. It's the pilot's federation's favourite pilot, and that's official, it's Flossie with the CG News. <laughs> Seamless. Seamless.
8: Seamless. It's Flossie, it's Flossie, and the Community
5: Goals. Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals news. Uh, Nothing to report from last week as there was no CG's. This week, the Colonia Bridge Project second phase. Corporation.
2: Brewer Corporation Uh oh. Brewer Corporation. Yeah. <laughs> right, so I'll have a go at this. New CGs, the Colonia Bridge Project.
5: Excuse me, fifth. what You're back! Excuse me, what's going on here? You went you, you went quiet. I you died, you did. You did. You did.
2: You did at this end.
5: Right, I'm here. You better be. Right. right. Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. There were no CGs last week, so nothing to report there. New CGs. The Colonia Bridge Project second phase. Borough Corporation requests deliveries in both the Colonia and our core systems for the next phase of the Colonia Bridge Project. A successful initiative in October resulted in the placement of 30 dockable megaships at intervals of several hundred light-years, providing services such as refuelling and repairs. The second phase seeks to establish the support for the full route between the core systems and the Colonia region. A press release from Brew Corporation stated, We are now ready to continue work on the Colonia Bridge. By constructing additional megaships to fill the middle of the planned route as before we require shipments of ceramic composites computer components and thermal cooling units at jack station in the colonial system or mcdonald settlement in the Alcor system should deliveries reach sufficient levels the top 75 of percent of contributors will be awarded an engineered frameshift drive with increased range and faster boot sequence. Our hope is that this encourages deep space explorers and long distance haulers to take part in the Colonia Bridge project. As an additional reward, the top 10 contributors at Alcor and Colonia will be invited to submit naming suggestions for the new mega ships. Submissions will be subject to review by the Bureau Corporation Board of Directors. To ensure a variety of choice, only pilots who have not yet submitted names for the Colonia Bridge megaships will be eligible. Each tier reached will enable Brook Corporation to add the following megaships to the Colonia bridge route by the 25th of November 3307. The module reward class is also decided by the final tier. Colonia, tier 1, two dockable megaships. Tier 2, one additional dockable megaship. Tier 3 will be another dockable megaship and modified 3A frameshift drive. Tier four and ad- one additional dockable mega ship and modified four a frameshift drive. Tier five, another dockable megaship and modified six a frameshift drive. Alcor four dockable mega ships uh, for tier one. Tier two would be another four. Tier three is another four, and the modified three a. Frameshift drive, tier 4 another 4, modified 4A Frameshift shift drive and tier 5 additional dockable mog- mega ships and modified 6A Frameshift shift drive. Reward tiers are cumulative and higher tiers will include rewards from lower tiers. The campaign begins on 4th of November and will run for one week. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. To earn rewards, you sign up as an active participant before delivering ceramic composites, computer components and thermal cooling units to Jack Station in the Colonial System or McDonald's Settlement in the Alcor System be aware that factions oh we don't need that bit do we faction states can disrupt events etc and that's it for this week's cg news
4: thank you flossy with what we're now going to call the additional dockable megaship review we've got the woodstein and Burnwood of Galactic Reporting now, a special spooky report from Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherspoon. I say it's from them, Jude introduces it, and presumably Wotherspoon stitched all the bits of videotape together, but it's a fascinating piece of reportage nonetheless. Please note, when they suggest that to avoid spoilers, you might want to stop listening. Only do it for eight minutes. We do Don't want you to miss the rest of the show.
9: Spoiler warning. If you'd like to discover these logs for yourself, stop watching now. Galnet News Special, the chilling story of Holloway Bioscience, Facility 15. On Friday the 29th of October, a distress call was picked up by one of the new Colonia Bridge megaships. Its source was traced to the Snake Sector, GW-W C1-1 System, Planet AB 5B. But when commanders investigated, the distress call was more than half a century old. Log files recovered from the now deserted site help us reconstruct the events. What follows is the complete recovered logs from the site.
10: Well, this is definitely one for Excalibur Troops Hall of Fame if we had one. The Holloway Bioscience Institute said they'd lost contact with one of their labs. They hired us to investigate and evacuate the staff if necessary. Well, there's no doubt the staff are dead, but we have no idea what happened. We found some empty clothing and suits stained with frozen blood. Base has been without power for weeks, but there's no bodies. No signs they left the settlement, either. It's possible-
4: Captain, this is Thalani. I thought you'd like to know, the power center's cooling systems must have been faulty. The base techs had rigged some geothermal conduits to pump all the waste heat underground, but I've got everything reactivated, so all systems coming back online.
10: Great work, Gorpal. Keep me informed. Sterling out. Okay, that's some good news. I've got most of the team searching for clues, and Lieutenant McKellar's downloading their data files, so hopefully we'll soon wait. I can hear gunfire. Sergeant Jared, come in. Jared, report.
4: Stand by, Captain. I'm entering the engineering block now. Roth, Buckley, ceasefire. Where do you. Oh my
8: god. They're coming out of the floor. What the hell are they? Buckley, get back. Get off me. Get them off me.
10: We're in trouble. Serious trouble. These things have come out of nowhere, they're swarming through the base. Tunison, Buckley, and Webster are dead, Patel and Cook too, I think. They came crawling up through the floor grates in the engineering block, hundreds of them all at once. I've never seen anything like them before. Kind of similar to spiders, but with too many legs, completely white in color. Each one's about the size of a fist with a round mouth like a lamprey, and they move like lightning. I ordered my people to wipe them out, but there's just too many, so now we're- Captain,
4: we've sealed the bulkheads in Section 3, but they got past them. They're spilling out of the air vents on top of us- Sergeant!
10: Pull back to the control center now! Do you read me? I can't.
11: Sarge! Sarge! It's too late, he's covering them! He's finished! Move! Move! Move!
10: Jared's down. Dead? How can Jared be dead? He was my first recruit when... I I need to get us out of here. This is Captain Sterling to the Excalibur. Come in. Emergency Code Omega. Bring the ship down immediately for full extraction. Excalibur, respond.
4: There's one on my leg. I I can't see it.
10: I got it. It's gone. Lean on me, Sam. I've got you. Let's go. Excalibur, this is a Code Omega. Come in. I don't understand. Comms are open. Why aren't they responding? Transponder signals... no signal. The ship's not there. What happened to him? WHAT THE HELL IS GOING ON?! (sighs) We've gathered in the control center, those who are left. Half my team is gone. Whole base is in darkness apart from our suit lights and the power center has been shut down. That's what caused those things to appear in the first place. McKellar downloaded the research team's final report made after the first attack, Their xenologists believe the creatures come from an enclosed subterranean ecosystem, over a kilometer below the moon's surface. It's likely that they see in infrared, like thermal imaging, when they hunt other heat-producing animals. So the waste heat being pumped underground was a massive attraction to them, melting the subsurface ice and allowing them to crawl up the pipes...
4: Captain, I'm at Maintenance Hatch 4. We've finished blocking the vents, but Jules hasn't returned yet. I'm going back out to find her.
10: Hold your position! If that last doorway isn't sealed, they'll be able to get in. Roth, come in. This is Sterling. Report. I repeat, this is Captain Sterling to Private Roth. Respond immediately. Seal it, Corporal. That's an order. Yes, sir. There's nothing we can do now but wait. Without the power center's heat, we're hoping that those things will retreat back underground and leave us the hell alone. I can hear them out there in the dark, scuttling along the floors and walls, trying to find some crack to crawl through and get to us. If they do, well, I've still got a fully charged cell in my carbine. That should be enough for everyone who's left. I won't let them go out like the others. It worked. It took a couple of hours, but the creatures are gone. McKellar confirmed that the geothermal pipes have been refrozen, which should stop them climbing back up again. On my orders, he blasted the power center's controls so they're stuck underground forever. Now all we have to worry about is asphyxiation. With no juice for the environmental systems, the air won't last long. Our suits will give us a few more hours, but since our ship has vanished, we're trapped down here. I've sent a a message on the emergency beacon, but we're hundreds of light years away from any...
2: Corporal Thulani definitely isn't within the perimeter. He must have sealed the hatch from the other side. I think he might have gone looking for Jules. I mean, Private Roth. They were
7: kind of close.
10: Acknowledged. Add his name to the list of dead, please. Sterling out. That's... I didn't know about Thulani and Roth. Should I have known? I suppose it doesn't matter now.
7: Captain! There's a ship right above us, in low orbit. A megaship!
10: What? Thank God! We must have picked up our beacon. Can you identify it?
7: Scanning now. It's a strange one. Looks like it might be a dredger clan. There are tribal markings all over it. I can just about make out a name on its hull. Fagos, I think it says. A couple of landing craft are heading down.
10: Let's have a welcome party ready at the main airlock. Lieutenant Sterling out. Well, some good luck at last. I'm sure these scavengers will want payment for rescuing us, but it'll be worth every credit. Traveling to the Dredger Clan's hardly gonna be a luxury cruise. Still, anything's better than being eaten alive.
3: you, Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherspoon. Wow, that report will haunt me forever. Or at least until we next hear from the Apology Officer. Whichever comes first. Now, over to the Hutton Helper results.
10: (music)
2: Oh, seamless. seamless. Anyway, welcome to the Hutton Helper results. The Hutton Helper results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource. Come with a one-way ticket to anywhere in the galaxy. This week we have the following events the Shrek and Donkey on the road again endurance cup, the selling up and moving on shield, the more farewell Tour, more farewell I'll start again the more farewell tours than status quo deja vu trophy that's quite apt the turns out you're not wanted so you can just go grab by the fun special award they GO! Walk out the door. Don't turn around now. shot carrying up the jacks, eh? Champion of Champions Championship. And, the Your taxi's here, your Excellency. Leaving on a jet plane challenge. So, look to the future in New Horizons. Onwards and upwards. And don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. This week's Hutton Helper results are... In exploration, Mark Santias is first with just under 36,000 light years travelled. Oh, plunker! One zero zero five sold sixty one thousand three hundred eight tons of goodies to come in first, and the cargo sold. Top mission runner is me. I managed to get a, managed to record the score of six hundred forty six mission points. Alexuno and Volcarius are doing requests now. Both claim bounties to the value of 888,88,888 888, 888 credits. Genix handed in a little over 815 million credits of combat bonds to top the table there and top place for passenger transported goes to Tow Truck who taxied 6,631 passengers around the galaxy. I suspect there were some station rescues involved in that one. So decals for O Plunker 1005 and Tow Truck. Please email itookpart at HuttinOrbital.com and i to collect your Hutton decal kit which this week consists of a suitcase, a neatly folded pair of Hutton branded white rugs, and some foreign food. Well, there's only two Hutton runs this week, by Count Nugget and, uh, well, me. Well, you know, I can't really complain that no one else is doing them if I don't do a run either, so I did. Count Nugget recorded the time of one hour, 24 minutes and 37 seconds, putting them in 197th place overall. It took me an hour, 20 minutes and 56 seconds, which isn't exactly a blistering time, but I did have to fight off a dastardly pirate who was after all my tasty cargo. Anyway, I brought supplies. It's a long run, so they might be a wee bit past our sell-by date. So, Helen, that's your fries 5 cents Packet of Tudor crisps for Amelia, pickled onion flavour. Sean, I know you wanted spangles, but I wasn't sure which one, so I just got currant And, canetizer and a packet of salt and shake for chicks. Uh, I'm having a Texan bar and I am not sharing it. So, are you hanging around waiting for the next Freedom Shuttle at nowhere city? Yeah, well then you should have come to Hutton instead, shouldn't you? Are you so excited about going away that you keep checking everything? Let's put that energy to good use. How you ask? Well, I'll tell you how. Just go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper before going wandering off to do... things. Let's face it, anything has to be better than announcing you're leaving, but no one listens. Well, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5.
5: Thank you, Mia. I've been passed a note from Commander Ventura, which says, The guy last week did it better. Someone who's never been surpassed, as often surprised, is Sir Amelia Hawke. Sit back, listen, watch the Galnet Rares Digest, and I go and hide behind the sofa.
3: Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities, so you don't have to. Since the earliest days of humanity, when the first hominids huddled around fires, we've been friends with dogs. The relationship began with wolves stealing scraps of food where they could, to becoming our closest friends, hunting with us, protecting us, and sharing our homes. They have been our loyal companions over the centuries from the hunting dogs of the ancient britons and the greyhounds of the ancient egyptians to the labradoodles and the yurihuahuas of the early 21st century which prompted authorities to tell dog breeders to have a word with themselves you never see a cat with a barrel of brandy striding majestically through the alps looking for beleaguered climbers There are no guide rabbits or hippos for the deaf. Dogs are unique among all animals. And tonight we look at dogs which are unique even for this remarkable species. They are the Momus bog spaniels. As you would expect, these fluffy belly droopy eared mutts come from Momus, uh, where they were bred for hunting in the game reserves of Nemesis. They are well adapted to the temperate wetlands. Their coat is long and thick with an undercoat to keep them warm and dry. They have shorter legs than most spaniels and outsized paws which spreads their weight and allows them to move freely on the saturated ground of the marshes. Coupled with their droopy spaniel ears this gives them a comical appearance but don't be fooled. They are ferocious hunters, and despite their comical, comical appearance, have a vicious streak a mile wide. There is a reason they are used by the security teams at Hutton, and it's not for those big sad eyes. Nothing can sink its teeth into your arse like a Momus Bogspaniel, and I discovered on one particularly raucous night out in, with the radio crew. Wonders even has a special room where those who are so inclined can pay a bit extra to have one of these fluffy fiends attach itself to your rear end. They have a, a towel rail style handle and a, a piece of leather to bite down on. It's it's very discreet. And the fun doesn't end there. Momus box spaniels do not bark, they quack. They really do, and it's adorable. When I was on Tartarus port earlier, the trainers were working with some of the puppies on basic obedience training. Every time one of them got something right and was praised, it would go into a frenzy of excited quacking, which sets off all the others. And before you know it, they're all wagging their tails and tripping over two big ears as they desperately try to be the next clever puppy or good dog. A Momus Spaniel quack attack is a sight and a sound to behold. Today, we are headed down to the planet. It's off season for hunting, but we're not here for the ducks. We're here for the spaniels. Every now and then, a team has to come to the surface and bring back some of the pooches who have gone feral in the wetlands. This is essential in ensuring variety is maintained in the breed. The crew are busy setting up dog carriers at our base camp and preparing tranquilizer darts for the hunt. We're all wearing waders with a padded backside, jackets with padded arms, and each has one of those hats with the flappy ear things at the side. The hat looks stupid, I'm sure, but the dogs seem comforted by it. The wetlands are, um, well, a wetland. The ground is spongy underfoot, and the forecast today is warm. Humid weather with smurry rain. Smur is a, a kind of rain that just hangs in the air and gets you wet by walking through it. The mist is lifted now and I can see the hills and mountains around us as the bog rises into the grassland and forest. With a bit of sunshine it could look quite beautiful, but I'm assured that's a, a rarity around these parts. The vista reminds me of a family holiday to Scotland world. A federation colony and a theme park founded by citizens who wanted to recreate the old country. Um, sadly, as they had never seen the old country, it ended up more like Vegas meets Brigadoon on acid. And shamrocks everywhere. I mean, they're not even Scottish. Um, there's a the damp, musty odour too, which becomes more pungent as we move around and dis- disturb some of the vegetation underfoot. The dogs don't mind, they just... Wander around, sniffing everything and wagging their tails. And then we are ready and the hunt begins. We split into three groups and each group takes two dogs with them. They sense the excitement in the air, which leads them to nipping at one another and doing their best to get the leashes tangled around their long legs. For the moment, though, they remain quiet. We move off towards a small, low island covered by low bushes. Our guide suggests this may be a good place for wild spaniels to make a den. I'm instructed to stay here next to one of the few small trees in the area. I can see the trappers up ahead, but I'm far enough back not to get in the way. The dogs go forward and I can just about hear their distant quacks. The trappers follow up and track rifles raised, but uh, all stays quiet. They're circling around to the back now. Oh. Oh, I can't see. There's a noise behind me and... Oh! Oh, hello, little one. Oh, look at you. You look half-starved and you're only little. Hang on, I think I have a sandwich in my bag. Um, would you like some of this? Oh, that's adorable. Oh, here you go. Oh, where did did that come from?
8: Oh. Shh! shh. Oh,
3: you vicious little bastard! Let go! <coughs> Bloody hell! There's loads of them. Fetch! Right, I'm off. Thankfully, I'm on an island of dried mud, so I can run fast. I just—I hope I don't fall through the quacks, uh, cracks. <coughs> They're right behind me now, and I'm sure they would have caught up to me already if I didn't keep standing on their own ears and falling over one another. I can see the trapper ahead now. Hey, hey, over here! That was close, but the trapper team has uh, has them on the run. Guys are good. They're darting the delightful little buggers like it's going out of fashion. Oh, they're all curled up and sleeping together. Oh, how sweet is that? There's, there's the one that bit me. It still has blood on its face. Yeah, less sweet. Get him in the cages quick. Back on the station now, and the feral pups are being taken for acclimatisation and basic training. I'm off to the medical for a handful of brightly coloured tablets and uh, some antibacterial jabs. Looks like the Momus bogspaniels aren't the only ones getting darted today. I'm Amelia Hawk, and I got chased through a swamp by Momus bogspaniels. So you don't have to. I want a pet, but I want a pet, Momus Bog Spaniel.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you do, though. <laughs>
3: yeah, I do. I
2: do. Yeah. I don't care if they bite. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> running about quacking and tripping over their ears. <laughs> <laughs> you can sort of hang them up
1: to dry, I suppose.
2: Y- yeah, 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 you can. Well, <laughs> you can see why just, they're, just, they're very dangerous. To, to, they are vicious oh, little buggers.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, they must leap up from the, the ground and grab your ass because they're. They have got short legs, so
2: Yeah. I think that's about the, the, the sort of apex of the leap. It's just about our sight. Well for most people, you know. Um <laughs> obviously, obviously <laughs> for me they've hit me right for me they tap me right between the shoulders. But for most right people, your but head. About our sight. <laughs> Yeah. Oh I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as it flew overhead. yes. Oh no, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, so has anybody been to you on this for the special treatment? <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Not would saying. anyone right. admit
3: to it even if they did? <laughs> I
2: would if I had. <laughs> I'd be showing you the scars. An excellent point. <clears throat> I've still get toothparts, look. Oh dear.
1: Yes, that that was yeah. fun, that was. And um, and I I was hitting the buttons on this but I must was fast must have been faster than bloody Rick Wakeman doing a concert. <laughs> Rick was Wakeman is a is what's a musician
2: for our younger yeah. years. <laughs> Well it we'll like to challenge you, Sean.
1: <laughs> which
4: uh, which band was Ian, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, he in then? Yeah. all of them. Yeah,
1: yes. <laughs> yes he was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> it was a keyboard wasn't it? Mm, with about seventeen keyboards, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that was just his left hand. Mm. <laughs> and and he a uh, cloak
1: used to like he was a mu- magician. Well, musician in those
2: days.
1: He, yeah, he he said he wanted something musician, and somebody misheard him. You know, it was. So <laughs> <coughs>
3: yeah. Oh. So so yeah, now we're on. at the end of the show. Was yeah. that Lennon Lennon Blair?
1: No, Lionel, Lionel Blair. lino Blair. Lionel Blair an, an entertainer entertainer. Um, a, a, old old fashioned entertainer. Been on TV for. a Many decades, but was the oh, subject of, yeah. subject of much ribald commentary uh, in uh, the long-running Radio Four show. Uh, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue where they made out that Lionel was actually um, not as other men, as they say. But no, Lionel was. Um, <laughs> but so, um, so there would be things like so, that. They'd because uh, one of the shows he took part in on TV was um, Give Us a Clue, which yeah, was yeah. Um, uh, charades. like charades, basically. Yes, and mm. and they would do things like. Uh, eyes popped as uh, as Lionel pulled off 12 min, 12 angry men in under 2 minutes that
2: kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's back in the days when charades was a television program. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so um Radio 4 um
2: yeah. It's what old people listen to. I
3: thought, I knew there was like a radio I don't. two.
2: Yeah, no. That's that's where yeah, all, that's where all the funny stuff is. When, when you
1: comes, get to it goes down. to 2.
2: Yeah. When you get really? two for when you get two for Radio 2 you go to Radio 4. <coughs> I've listened to radio Force since I was like thirteen. Yeah, but you've been forty-five since you were thirteen. I, I
1: have. Uh, <laughs> I'm presuming there's a three a role as well.
2: Model. There's a three, but I
1: don't, I don't is know what three. I don't know what happened. classical. I listen to three a lot. <laughs> so what's well,
2: two? Yeah.
3: Never listened to three. Yeah. Is there like more five? Is there a five? There's, there's
2: five. a five. Five is sport. Five. Live. Oh, okay. Skip that one then. What?
3: Yeah.
1: What, is there a six? Yeah, Definitely. six. Yes, that's yeah. even. That's that's even more young people oh.
4: and then there's mm-hmm. there's four extra there's there's ones in oh, between yeah. as well they're not mm-hmm. all, quite all integers mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah no. it's what you don't pay, pay and, and radio
2: to. one of course is bumpity bump car alarm music oh, God, mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. that is young person's music mm-hmm. so young what persons. you do is you progress you progress from radio one to radio two and then when you're two for radio two, you go straight to radio four. Uh, just or dialogue. radio three. You have, yeah. If, if you want a bit of classical, you can have radio three as well. Yeah. Radio f-
3: <laughs> it's it's like the holy hand grenade.
2: Yeah. And radio in radio four they don't really play music, but they have earnest discussions about things.
3: Five is right out. Yeah. <laughs> Five
2: is right out. As is music. radio
3: one.
4: <laughs> you get there's a little track they play at the end of the day called Sailing By.
2: The station shall be three. That's just before they station. shut down
1: for the, for the day and you get the test card, yes. Yeah, well, on the World Service then. Mm. Just, talking of something completely di- different, with that, <coughs> you're saying, me yeah, in the run, two Hutton runs. Well, I'm hoping we'll get quite a few for next week, of well, course, yeah, with the
2: bandit yeah, run week coming is up. Yeah, Bandit Run, isn't it? Let's see. I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, and I've, just, I've If you are all coming out, can somebody bring a pint of milk? Yeah
4: because <laughs> the one you broke, broke went off on the, on the trip yeah yeah i brought a pint of cheese <laughs> flossy have you this cg have you seen how many fleet carriers are in alcor and every bloody system around it
5: god oh i haven't looked <laughs> oh,
4: I'm, 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 I'm just jumping there now
5: i just, uh, I just get fed up of all in <clears throat> you know, just everywhere if-
2: about I thought you were
5: supposed to be able to filter them out, system map, but I've never been
2: able to. Oh, I, I can do it. Yeah, it's been me. Yeah. <coughs> I think you have to be in Horizons for that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> ah. Well, I am um, just waiting. My ship should now have, <laughs> my exploration ship should have arrived at um, Shinrata Desra, and I am going to tear my way out to Colonia, pick up a cargo ship there, Ooh. and then pick up some kind of commodity to bring in mm-hmm. um, and do it that way.
3: Will you be stopping off on any mockable decker ships? Uh,
2: I might stop. <laughs> <laughs> I might stop at a, a, a doggy <laughs> mega site. I don't know yet. See how I feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear! After my after those Hutton helper results, I am not slagging sl- Flossie off about anything.
4: And if you uh, if you see Litho Breaker, just pretend you don't know each other.
8: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! It's a good lesson in you life. Yeah.
2: You have to yeah. flash your ship lights. I think it, there's a code. <laughs> 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 and everybody that laughed at that knows too much.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I'm talking of bangers.
1: Somebody's letting fireworks off in that street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how, how exciting. Uh, wait
3: until tomorrow. It's going to get worse. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> Banging all over the place.
2: I'm I feel I sorry get for a the pets. So they get, I was going yeah. to get
1: a dog so it could be properly scared.
2: <laughs> yeah, yes. no. I think what you do is you get a moment's Box Spaniel and let it out on the night because that would just bite everybody,
3: <laughs> <laughs> quack at
2: everyone. It not quack at them. You yeah, so pull past grabs
1: out of a rocket as it takes off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
4: there's a there is a video on YouTube with a, a dog with a firework in its mouth running oh. around. Thinking, oh. Somebody sets lights it and then the dog runs up, grabs it, and runs around.
2: Oh <laughs> Very very funny. That's that. That sounds like it would end badly. There'll though. be death threats it now does, for that. It yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully not. The
1: the dog See, does did, it this... end does it end safely? Did the dog run away at the end? Ah, oh, I don't remember how it ends.
9: Oh no! Oh, for God's sake! Oh
2: God! He had one job to let's do. Let's
3: pretend it, it it's, it's fine.
2: It's not a tight end. Yeah. No, no spoilers. No spoilers, Yeah. No. Let's just say the dog You're gets pulled and drops You're it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I could have put a bit of myself. <laughs> oh, Did you he say Advert backwards? No, that, that was that
1: was that was <laughs> fan, with his mic. Yeah, alive. You <laughs> <hard fart. laughs> Could be if, so. Maybe yeah. that's. let oh, listen. Listen. There. I told you, <laughs>
2: <Yardvark>. <laughs> I heard Advark is the
4: devil. Just for you, I'm watching the firework of the and the dog. No, okay
1: you do know you can skip through it, you can I was gonna say fast forward, but that's you get to the end of the tape. Make sure we rewind it afterwards.
2: (laughs) 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 Or just turn it over. Watch the other side. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just sitting last night checked laughing (laughs) and then it would just go oh. <laughs> uh, just,
4: i've just i've just posted it in the uh twitch chat so everyone can have a have a chuckle
2: is the dog okay well it, it seems
3: Breaker fine says the dog is okay
2: yeah yeah it is at the end yeah yeah it is yes yes Yes. that's okay then i might watch it <laughs> it's oh, quite funny yes oh, oh.
4: sorry i no, wonder what that noise was it's my fleet carrier jumping <laughs> <laughs> i love a euphemism <gasps> oh.
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, almost there. You got
4: that? Uh, <laughs> that big long honk at the beginning.
2: <clears throat> you had no idea how many duck quacks I had to listen to. Ugh. I could tell at the and I'm going. That's ah, an angry duck quack. I'll have that. And that's. It's a really big a angry duck with lots but, of fur. There was a big angry quack in one of them. It was just like, whack! And you're like, okay, I'm backing off.
4: I can't remember why. But I worked in an office years ago, and for some reason, half a dozen of us had these duck calls. I can't, can't for life <laughs> remember why. And then for months afterwards, anybody was on the phone, it was it was a gag in the office to, like, the duck quacks would be going in the background as <laughs> they're talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, how oh, that?
8: Like. Was that? <laughs> I went
1: that. The, I'm, opposite I'm on Zoom, Amazon. the opposite of a Zoom call, if you're out and about, and you then put a back- background up to pretend you're actually in an, in your office, You it's the reverse <laughs> of it. <Yes. laughs> I'm going on
2: Amazon right now <laughs> to look for duck quacks. <clears throat> we got, got it somewhere. In a box of crap somewhere.
4: I okay. can't, can't remember for the life of me why we got them.
2: Duck tea, duck food, duck, duck food pillows, oh, duck, duck toilet call. cleaner, duck feather duvet, duck egg blue duvet sets, duck, duck down pillows, duck advent calendar. A duck advent calendar? I'm going to have a look at this. <clears throat> right, well, whilst the
1: apology officer does that, the rest of us will just get on with life. <laughs> what we call life, shall we? Is it a, or This is life! It?
2: This is life, don't you see it as... But
1: not as you know it, yes. Well, I think that was a nice show and only several cock-ups in there. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless you, you have no idea how good this will sound when <laughs> Norm has actually gone, oh, for fuck's sake, not again, and, and edited it. But <laughs> If he can take our... I, I must admit, I have not yet listened... To Norm's editing of last week's show or the week before, I apologise, oh, yes. Norm. Uh, did did he manage to make a decent fist of the singing? Because that's bloody difficult. Oh, it, 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 yeah, brilliant. It was appalling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> appalling, or just that's, the appalling. That's we my had.
3: favourite part of a birthday is yeah. when we sing the song. It's the best, <laughs> best song ever. When when we all sing the song.
1: Yeah, well, and sing it really well, badly. I, I, well, I tell you what, do the, um, what is your secret? Well, for somebody's birthday, what we should do is get It's everybody- Sky's
5: birthday today. Sky will come up for for that! Was to, too late
1: for that, I was going to say, oh. we should record it all, send it in and then we'll edit it together and actually make a decent one and then play it as a surprise. <laughs> that will surprise everyone. No. No, funny. Right,
3: you mean with backing music and everything?
1: hmm Yeah.
4: Oh, Hot Chicks is on the move. <laughs>
2: You've bad off of that website now, haven't
1: you? Okay, boys and girls, I think we've annoyed the listener long enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think it's time for us to make Chicks' ears bleed. Oh, God. (laughs) Quickly, because Vantian's back and he might come and join in. Let's go. Oh, God, no. Move on. Okay, and... Thank you, everybody. Thanks to the crew. Join us again. Same space time, same space channel and all that stuff next week. And it just remains for Amelia and et al to say...
8: For the mug!
1: For the mug.
11: cargo too small. The profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading out the teenage to the brim with grits. Box one Alvin at the front you know he leads us well
2: Sorry, but that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?
8: Seamless.